Arshia Dhor and you're listening to Cinematters by First Post, the podcast where we explore cinema from the northeast of India, particularly the ones that have remained largely unexplored so far. In today's episode, we are going to discuss the 2017 Assamese film, Majrati Ketiki, directed and written by Shantuna Bordoloi and starring Adil Hussain in the lead. It also stars actors Shakil Imtiaz, Sulakshana Barua, Mahindra Rabha and Pranami Bora, among others. Marjati Ketiki follows the life of Assamese writer Priyendu Hazarika, who is played by Adil Hussain. He is seen returning to his hometown in Assam's Kohati after winning an award for a book that he has written in English. Now, the film plays out in a meta-narrative fashion, where Priyendu's book often mirrors what is happening in the film that plays out on screen. It also has a parallel track which plays out in the form of flashbacks taking the audience back to a rustic life in North Gohati sometime in the 1970s. And we see the characters belonging to different social brackets and how they navigate their way through this Assamese society. Now, when I talk about social categories, I, of course, mean of class, caste, ethnicity, language, religion, and gender. And in most cases, for most of these characters in the film, some of these identity indices keep overlapping. So the film essentially tries to explore how these characters are dealing with these overlapping identity indices in their everyday lives. It's a lonely world, Sumana. It's history Moi jetia heuzia ghasilu. Tamur belitu asil. Now, as we all know, Assam is a state where the question of identity has always assumed center stage, and that is effectively captured in Majrati Ketiki. You can watch this film on Netflix if you have a subscription and I would totally urge you to go watch it if you do. Now today to discuss Majrati Ketiki with me, we have with us Shebunti Chatterjee. Shebunti is a sound anthropologist whose research is titled Western Classical Music in Goa and Shillong, Exploring the Indigenous. She also teaches sociology and when she is not researching, she says she likes to explore storytelling. Am I right, Shibunti? Yeah, Ashia, that is true. Yeah. Um, so, well, uh, I mean, my PhD is done now. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, lovely. So, thank you so much for joining me for this conversation today. We are really glad to have you, Shibunti. Uh, now, before diving into the details of the film, I would also like to mention that Majrati Ketiki won the National Award for the Best Feature Film in Assamese that year. And Adil Hussain was also given a special jury award. 
it in fact it was also in that same year that adil hussein won another special jury award for his hindi comedy drama mukti bhavan which was directed by shubhashish bhutiyani now the film's director shantana bordoloy uh, is actually a doctor uh, a pediatrician by profession and this was her second film which came after a gap of nearly 20 years since her first film odajjo which is spelled a d a j y a and uh, that film was released in 1996 if i am not mistaken odajjo also actually won national film awards uh, for best feature film in assamese best cinematography and it also got a special jury mention for the actress bhagirathi in the film the film also starred actors tom alter and trisha saikia now what intrigued me about majrati ketiki initially was this whole buzz around it being the director's comeback film because until then she had been written off by the local press as this one time wonder and i remember watching odajjo at a film festival or a screening back in my college in kolkata several years ago so that is what acted as the initial hook or catalyst for me and then after watching majrati ketiki i actually realized how it's very sensitive yet brutally honest take on the social and emotional costs that one has to bear for belonging to certain identities is so beautifully captured and that is so relevant and important to how we as outsiders to the state of assam read and perceive assamese culture and politics that is what urged me to take up majrati ketiki for discussion and examination on cinematas now shivanti i would like you to come in on this i am certain you too perhaps noticed that this very nuanced and layered critique on the issue of identity in the film you know whether it's on caste or the insider outsider debate you know how it has been dealt with in the film and as someone who studies and teaches social structures and hierarchies what really struck you about the film the most okay now as you rightly put it about the interstices bit in the beginning of uh, the podcast as to how class caste ethnicity all of these come together whenever we are talking about any kind of you know um a social um, imagination or reality uh yeah. now the thing is in this film particularly what struck me about uh, especially when we talk about the inside outsider debate or the various class locations or even to say the identity you know um, that one is uh, holding on to or how they are uh, sort of manifesting it yeah uh, that becomes very interesting like uh without going too much into the details of the characters you would if somebody yeah. goes and explores this film and uh, you know one would see how you know uh there are certain unwritten codes uh, that operates if you are coming from a different religious background and exactly. the you know exactly so you know how, and how you are trying to make those connections and also maintaining a distance so you are trying to help each other and uh, you know be each other's neighbors and also you know give the tips and also uh, help whenever necessary but at the same time there is this unwritten and unsaid silence and distance yeah in that 
sense. Yeah. And if I may add, like uh, the, in the same manner, even the class uh, dynamics uh, is seen both in the past and the present, you know, yeah. imagination and yeah. the reality that is, you know, running parallel in this film's motive. Yeah. So you actually see how how it is really, you know, anchored in these uh, hierarchical sort of relationships. And, yeah. and, and that, yeah, that sort of uh, leaves a, a window to explore these further, the cracks yeah. and the possibilities yeah absolutely i think that's why succinctly put because you know from this whole debate on identity i also thought that the film very interestingly shows how characters in it play up or play down certain aspects of their identities to suit their needs in certain circumstances or situations that they find themselves in in the story and so it is always very fascinating to watch how there is a balance between controlling and letting go certain aspects of your identity, depending on what circumstances you find yourself in. So, for example, the character of Papuri, if I may uh, mention, you know, played by Kasvi uh, Shankarishan, who appears in the flashback mostly as this young schoolgirl who wants to become an actress. And she's so aware of her status as an upper caste individual. And she's also very, very conscious of, you know, her feminine guile, if I may put it that way. And she's also extremely um, smart about, you know, which element of her identity is to be played up or played down at what point in time to accomplish what in life. And, you know, when she wants to score good marks in examinations, she has no qualms in seeking help from a boy who belongs to a lower caste and is better at studies than she is. But the moment she has accomplished that, she discards him by, you know, foregrounding his caste, which suddenly starts to matter to her. And then, you know, she wants to go on to become an actress. She has different aspirations and she no longer wants to associate herself with people who are below her in the social hierarchy. And then, you know, she starts to sort of tune into her femininity more. And at that moment, she's just focusing on that to achieve her goal of becoming an actress, which, you know, we do find out in the film that she does become a successful one. We do find that out in the present track that plays in the film. And now that is again so telling when it comes to how revealing uh, it is, uh, you know, how, how much it reveals about the Assamese society and how conversations have remained largely unchanged in their society, especially for people who stand in certain disenfranchised positions. You know, no matter how much one wants to outrun certain kinds of discriminations, you know, by, you know, attaining social capital also there is that much they can do when there is that far they can really go away from these, you know, conversations. You know, we see how Adil Hussein's character, when he comes back to his hometown after the self-imposed exile, and he had run away from this uh, hometown for various reasons that we see in the film, and which I don't want to give away, of course, to our uh, audience. There are still these whispers and talks of his cast because his caste belong he he belongs to a lower caste and when he comes back he finds that these conversations are still happening or you know even when we see how a young woman who wants to be a writer 
she's still expected to fulfill certain sexual favors in order to get her book published and that is no different from how the character of papuri was expected to behave all those decades ago you know to become a successful actress so you know even though there have been outwardly cosmetic changes in this world you don't see a lot of progress has been made in the out, in the inside and i feel this inside versus outside trope is again very powerfully mirrored in the insider versus outsider theme in this film you know who has access who doesn't have access and at what cost and this juxtaposition very effectively is very effectively captured by the whole trope of nostalgia in the film i thought and how nostalgia might seem like a very comfortable thought and idea to us but you know because it lends everything in the past no matter how dark or difficult a rosy tint but that's not always the case it pokes at difficult truths that one may have willingly left behind or run away from in order to get over traumas and in this film because we largely see majrati ketiki from the perspective of priyendu it again brings me back to the point of caste you know which plays such a major role in the film and the story at large and also in priyendu's life how it is such a dominant issue in this film and when i spoke to adil hussain about the way in which indian cinema by which i of course mean not just hindi films but also cinema in other indian languages especially assamese as to how it has dealt with the issue of caste he had quite a bit to say about it let's listen to what he had to say i am making a film and my intention is to talk about caste maybe the writer director wants to do that but there is an element of money with the producer has to you know finally come in and fund the film and the yeah. producers are worried about whether my money is going to come back or not come back. unless yeah. the producer producer is a person who has got as much money as bill gates like he doesn't care <laughs> you know just make films which are for social upliftment and to educate people um or or a person like prakash jha who did uh, pariksha and talked about you know yeah. the plight of uh, the economically marginalized society and very strongly yeah um and it worked you know people are loving that film and yes. uh, trending number 1 on z5 so there are very few filmmakers who has the courage and also yeah. the standing and structure and also has the knowledge of the craft mm to be able to convince the audience to watch the film true i mean you might have a very noble intention yeah but you know like i have seen lot of politicians they have noble intentions but at the same time zero skill in politics mm. true you know like you just noble intention is not good not enough. enough uh unless it is coupled or supported and founded with the wisdom of the of the of the of the vehicle that you are going to put that noble intention in order to right. you know flourish and 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 so i think that is one of the very important reasons that when you are making a film which you are expecting and and had funded or you know, spent money uh, a big amount of money and uh, you expect the audience at least half of india to watch it the hindi belt yeah uh that you want to make it make a less controversial film mm. so that you know if it is banned in rajasthan is okay but it should not be banned in other parts mm. of the yeah. of the country you know yeah. because i know that i know so many directors arshia uh and writers those who really want to make good films mm. and want to talk about 
what's happening in the in the you know in the in the rural areas the, yeah. the, the issues economical issues issues of the casteism of sexism and ageism and all is them they're aware it's not that they're not aware or right. they don't want to talk about but film is a very tricky medium mm. you need money to make it mm. you will see way more uh vocal Uh, more strongly vocalized expression in theater hmm. because it theater so, is watched by limited people yeah. and that's the that's the most probably the disadvantage of theater hmm. but but the advantage of theater is that you need very little money to yeah. put up a play yeah and you can you know you can uh, you can actually touch people uh, in a very deep way if it hmm. is made well right so I don't know any other reasons I can think mm. about it. I believe Shivanti you wanted to talk about this bit uh, a little and you know what do you think about how caste frames the story of Majrati Ketiki and the various ways in which it influences the idea of identity in the film what do you have to say about that So like uh, you were mentioning Ashya like how how things have been uh, written in the story and how it goes back and forth yeah. is about things remaining merely cosmetic changes in a way yeah because uh, the systemic way as to how uh, things are functioning or how the world is organized it remains the same yeah and again um, like interestingly it is priyandu's story priyandu is uh, played by um, adil hussein of course yeah. yes adil hussein yeah. and um, now the thing is that uh, it is his story and his uh, coming back to the town and he reminiscing you mm. know some bits about his childhood not consciously but rather unconsciously and why those uh, images keep playing on uh, are also something to you know interrogate because yeah. we we also explore like fragment of his uh, friendship with uh, one of his uh, uh, yeah childhood uh, uh, yeah childhood friends uh, bhola again without again i'm not going into the details of the character but yeah uh, that character also has a very tragic um, uh, feature in the story mm-hmm. but at the same time even if and 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 that also centers around the fact that he comes from a lower socioeconomic background yeah. and belongs to a certain caste and somebody wants to act benevolent yeah. and somebody wants to change his life Absolutely. and is trying to uh, make his life a little more bearable according to the say the person who who is a relative and chooses to act as the benevolent one here Yeah. now that that was say one instance the other instance is like uh, you know even the discussion that they are having later on at a literary event mm. about how uh, and and this is uh, being you know this is an event where the organizer is saying how it's important for certain caste groups mm. to pro- probably you know stay together as a kin yeah. and yeah. and and express solidarity and and sort of you know bring about certain changes in which books uh, come to the spotlight who wins the award which yeah. authors are coming to the uh, you know forefront and all of this and this actually makes you wonder that 
it's not just about the uppermost caste and the lowest caste, but mm. also the different layers of caste and how yes. they also find a way to struggle and, and find meaning and, and base their identity at some level uh, on this without, uh, you know, in a way you want to change the social structure, you want to question the social norms, the normatives and yeah. all of this. But are we really uh, able to do that? Are we unburdening ourselves or are we succumbing to it? And right. if so, how are we doing this push and pull? So I think this is actually quite, uh, quite nicely portrayed overall. I mean, these dilemmas and these uh, uh, moments. So I don't know. That's what uh, seemed to me as to how the caste angle keeps on appearing, you know, in the Right, film. right. And you, you're right, you know, when you say that they, there are these intersectional layers which keep crisscrossing in the lives of these various characters, it, it sort of brings to the fore how caste does not always operate in a very blatant way. It has a lot of um, subtle ways of coming to the foreground or operating in the background and it's always simmering no matter what part of your identity you choose to play up your caste or uh, you know your like you said socioeconomic background is always going to be sort of the underlining factor which is going to um, at the end of the day decide where you stand in the social hierarchy at that given point in time. So yes, I completely agree uh, with that bit. And besides this, do you think there were any other aspects of the film that really stood out for you? Because for me, like I said, you know, the idea of nostalgia was really prominent, but did you find something else which, you know, that really spoke to you from the film, which really stood out? Well, to be honest, the entire film has a lot of intentionality, you know, it has yeah. an intent going on. And I liked the how it talked about different kinds of intent hmm. in the sense, uh, first of all, uh, there, uh, the story that Priyendu is uh, the author here, Adil yeah. Hussain plays the author and how he is trying to talk about his uh, you know, writing career and his influences and mm -hmm. um, even a journey to his own sort of memory, you know, uh, talks about a certain kind of uh, uh, personality that yeah. we get to experience, even though we do not really know what is there in his book. We do not exactly know yeah. what's written in the book, yeah. but we, we get a sense that probably these snippets um, are what gives that book a sort of completion. Right. In the same manner, we also see the literary agent who mm. also herself wants to be an author and is, uh, like you rightly mentioned before, how you know things haven't really changed mm. for women and all of this, even her goals and how to actually uh, keep her private and public a little separate, yet talk about um, an autobiography. Yeah. How does one do that? Which characters, which conversations yes. to include, which, which other ones to leave out? And also, also what I liked about it is that 
at the heart of the film there is family dynamics mm. which is very very overpowering because all of these uh, you know caste class ethnicity it is being engineered by the different kinds of relationships within the family be it in uh, priyendu and tumans family how yeah. how a narrative about uh, being successful and, um, and giving importance to education or in papuri's family mm. the fact that they are a high caste brahmin family mm. and and they have certain responsibility towards yeah. the society and whereas uh, in in another family you see how they want to be the do gooder of the society but right. uh, actually you know embracing some ills Absolutely. and um all of this i think also talks about uh, some of the and also like uh, that other family that i mentioned where who come from a muslim background yes. and and also uh, having uh, and poverty is you know the recurring theme in that family farida 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 yes right. yeah. yes and uh, so all of this actually gives you a full picture of how our family drama if i might say mm. you know yes it it unfolds uh, through these uh, different kind of categories that we choose to inhabit or somehow find ourselves mm. uh, you know a part of yeah and uh, you mentioned when you mentioned this it also sort of uh, makes me realize how each family is perhaps representative of a certain uh, in the uh, index of identity right like for farida it's religion which is more overpowering for uh, papuri's family it's the caste and you know again for tumon and priyendu's family again it's caste so you know low caste and high caste that binary those binaries are sort of playing out more prominently in some of these families so yes that's actually also very interesting an observation that you point to uh, you know this also brings me to what uh, adil hussein had actually said to me when i spoke to him about the film uh, i remember i asked him about his experience of playing the character of priyendu and he very interestingly told me that he had to put very little effort into playing this character because it was almost like playing himself and you know much like priyendu he also left his hometown in assam at a very young age and then settled in a different city away from his hometown he built a life a career and identity away from it and now he just is associated with his hometown on a very sporadic basis you know he almost is like an outsider to conversations that are happening back in assam and this uh, also in a lot of ways made him empathize with priyendu of course now i did ask adil hussein about his experience of working with the director of marjati ketiki that is shantuna bordoloi and how he was cast for this role and what was the entire thought behind playing this character let's listen to what he had to tell us so when she first offered me the role i was like are you sure you want me no no i don't want you to change anything the way you are that's my role it's a person who is famous is gone to gone from assam you the only difference is that you are an actor he is the writer yes <clears throat> i was like okay that's very easy for me i can do it <laughs> i thought that was extremely intriguing because you know it made me wonder if certain aspects of your native identity even today can come in the way of your you know quote unquote success or recognition i 
thought that was something to think about you know when i was speaking to him it really made me mull over that for a bit and another interesting trivia if i may say about this film is how most of the young actors in the film were apparently facing the camera for the very first time in their lives and you know they weren't trained and they had allegedly picked up all their acting chops and skills by watching television which i thought was absolutely fascinating i mean you know that is true i know yeah. the kind of depth they were required to portray and showcase in each character and for that to not come from an acting background is just incredible so yeah i mean i think these these in a lot of way play out in very meta ways in the film as well you know they are so they simultaneously are so telling of the society they are made in they are conceived in and the society they try to project i almost feel like there is a very strong um sort of strain of non fiction in these things because i often wonder if the actors who are playing these roles if they are really just mouthing these lines because i feel like it's probably their lived realities as well to a very great extent it's the lived re- realities of these people as well so that's something which really comes to my mind every time i watch films from the northeast it really does occur to me every now and then uh you know for our listeners who want to watch films in a similar genre shivanti can you think of names of any such films because we were discussing studio ghibli's 1991 film yeah. yesterday a while yeah, ago yeah 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 so actually uh, uh only yesterday came to my mind uh, although it's not exactly on similar right. you know on a similar theme but it yeah. is also about going back uh in time and reminiscing yeah. about a particular you know fragment of one's life and she's also it's a very it's a very uh women centric film because uh, she's at the crossroads she's 27 she's expected to take uh, a choice about uh, making that big shift uh, that the society yes. expects her to do get married you know but yeah. she has a job uh, in a corporate uh, setup in tokyo but she goes to attend this safla festival and how and how you know memories play up from a fifth grade which is also very interesting as to why a certain uh, years memory come to her mind yeah. but it's uh, it's innocent and um, and it's also quite deep in that sense of the term because it it makes you think what one really wants and mm. what one actually has and what has uh, how have the experiences shaped us like you said lived yeah. experiences it's very important yeah. similarly i would think again if i go back to the family drama part yeah. and and that playing uh, central uh, to many of these uh, social locations that we discussed about yeah. uh, i would say think of the again it's also a 2017 film it's okay. the the mayor with stories by noah baumbach and okay. i really like uh, his movies generally because he talks about the mundane the everyday things in his stories but right. he dramatizes it and in brings out uh, the climax and the you know and usually the unpleasant things that we would rather put them under the carpet you know those yeah. kind of things so this is also about um yeah like a, a sculptor who didn't really do so much uh, in his life as he would have wanted to and 
how you know his uh, relations with uh, with his sons over the years how they have evolved and sons yeah. from different marriages so well all, I, all i'm saying is these are not exactly films of the same category right, right. but uh, something to think about when we think about how uh, you know how the family plays a central role in shaping our personalities yeah. and being um, you know the primary social agents if i go yeah. back to the sociological language yes. but um, <laughs> but then also how how we also struggle to change these narratives and right. what happens when we do where right. do we and how do we see us as yeah, yeah right that, right yeah. it's it's very yes it is a very interesting parallel that you draw as well with these two films you do see what the repercussions of wanting to change the narrative of your life can be you know whether there's a pushback whether there's acceptance and to what degree so yes i think those are very interesting observations and with that we come to the end of our episode on cinematas and do not forget to join us in our upcoming episodes where we will talk about more such films from india's northeast with our guests we will tell you why you should be watching and discussing these films if you're not doing so already you can find and subscribe to our podcast cinematas on google podcasts apple podcasts spotify stitcher and wherever it is that you get your podcasts So until next time this is your host Arshya Dhar signing off with Shebunti Chatterjee from Cinematas by First Post thank you and stay safe mm-hmm.